Loving your husbands. And I just want to say, some of you, that's not a fun topic. Some of you aren't with your husbands anymore. Some of you have had a husband before. Some of you are frustrated and and your hearts are hurting because you're looking and you haven't found. And I just want to tell you, what I am going to say is relevant for every single person in this room. We have a hurting, dying, lost world that needs to know the truth. And it doesn't matter if you're single, divorced, married, or somewhere in between. We need the truth to be in our hearts so that we can be encouraged, we can be set free where the enemy's got us all tangled up, and we can bring the truth out to the world. I was just praying with my daughter when she was praying over me, like, Father, help us as women to get in this right place. Help us to understand how you created us. And men, and we were just, oh my goodness, there's just so many things God wants to untangle. The beauty, he wants us to flourish, but we're all tangled up with the vines and lies from the pit of hell. But I'm telling you, you don't have to worry about how to get untangled. Just seek after God. Seek after God. He's the master untangler. He is the master untangler. So my first point (laughs) is... This is an issue of the heart. If you want to love anybody well, if you, it's an issue of the heart. It's a choice. And we must establish our hearts in the kingdom of God. We've got to know who our king is, who our papa is. We've got to know his heart. Because when you truly know his heart, anything that doesn't line up with that, you're going to know it's a lie. So if you're tangled up and you're confused and you're hurt, there's probably an issue with you and, and the king. The enemy's got a lie established, an offense, and I had to go there. I had an anger, an ang- I was angry at God, and I was offended by God. There were two major things in my life. I accepted Jesus when I was seven. I've been in ministry. I, the Lord, Holy Spirit lovingly took me to these issues. He allowed probably some of the hardest things I've ever walked through in my life to lead me to the wall to the wall, and the wall was, I know you can, but I don't trust you will. And I know you're all powerful, but why did you let this happen? And I had to go there, and I had to let the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, begin to untangle my heart. One issue, he showed me something so powerfully, truth. The other, I still don't understand why, but it doesn't matter anymore, because God rescued my heart, and I trust him. I don't want to be a bratty daughter that I have to understand it all. He has to explain why. I just want to be able to, be, to trust him. So we've got to get our hearts in the right place. It's impossible to have a great marriage, or I put a great anything, outside of the kingdom of God. It's the basis of everything and everything good. Number two, let the Holy Spirit in you lead your heart. And then this morning, as I was going over my notes, I felt like the Lord said, let the Holy Spirit in. Let the Holy Spirit in. Some of you, this is new. Some of you don't understand. I minister to people, and I ask them, do you have your prayer language? 
And they're like, well, no. you know what? It's, it's not, it doesn't mean you're a better Christian. It doesn't mean anything other than you're missing a weapon. You're missing a, a connect with Father God. It's the perfect prayer from spirit to spirit. So if you haven't got it, then you just sit there and, and you keep asking and knocking. And it's like you have, it's yours. It's your, it's your gift from God. It's, you know, when you're walking around and you're all distracted and whatever, you can pray in the spirit. I didn't matter what's going on. You can always pray in the spirit and it is, you're not distracted. You encourage yourself in the Lord. So any of you who have not received your prayer language, ask, expect. And I'm telling you, it's going to feel so weird when it first happens. Is this really it? You know what? God looks at our heart. It's an issue of the heart. If you get one little, what didn't you have like a da, 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 you know, do that. God looks at your heart. It's like you, he's wanting you to take the first step. And he's not going to say, that wasn't it. What are you doing? Or like a little baby taking a step and they fall, do you smack him and tell him, well, I don't want to see you do that again until you get it right. No, he's like, come on, I'm so proud of you. Try it again. Come on, keep going. Prime the pumps. Oh, I'll give you more. He's a good father. He's after our hearts, our hearts, our hearts, our hearts. So let the Holy Spirit in. He already knows what's there. Why are we trying to hide from him? Why are we ashamed? He wants to get all that junk out so he can come in. So don't be led by your emotions, your hormones, your circumstances. In John 16, 13, it says, when the Spirit of God comes, he will lead you into all truth. We need the Holy Spirit. We need him to come and touch our hearts. Everything, let everything we do be an act of worship unto the Lord. Everything. Colossians 3.23 says, whatever you do, laundry, cooking, cleaning, ministering to others, making love, let everything we do be done with all our heart and all our soul. Huh? Let everything be an act of worship as unto the Lord. Because there are sometimes I got to (laughs) worship. This was my heart. Come on. (laughs) But I'm telling you, when we come into agreement with heaven, with the heart of God, with the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth, everything falls into place. It's simple, but it's not always easy. Go back to the basics, ladies. Go back to the basics of what we know about our Christian life. If you're struggling, go back to where you remember it getting off. What's gotten off track? What is the bait that we've taken? It's an issue of the heart. Um, and, and it's covenant. It's covenant. It's covenant. And in Jesus' name, the accuser will not speak to you about broken covenants. Bring it to the cross, ladies. That's why Jesus died. He knew that we would not get it all right. That's why Jesus died on the cross. So anytime you feel a little whisper of, uh, 
accusing, that is never from the heart of God. Never, 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 never. Now he will convict us and show us where things are off and he's gonna say, you know what? I want that out because I'm jealous for you and that's my space. I want the fear. I want the inadequacy. I want all these things. Let me in. I'm not ashamed. I'm not angry. I know it's there already. Will you just let me in? Will you let me set you free? And will you let me fill you? He's a good father. He's so good. He's so good. So the covenant, though, it's so beautiful. In uh, Mark 10, 8, and 9, in the message, it says, He becomes one flesh with a woman, no longer two individuals, but forms a new unity because God creates the organic union of two sexes. No one should uh, desecrate his art by cutting them apart. I love that. Marriage is an art. It's a painting in process. And I was just thinking of Bob Ross. You know, there are no mistakes. There are just happy accidents. (laughs) Sometimes we got lots of accidents and we need to choose to get the happy God in our mess. And we can learn that blob is now a, a bird. That blob is now a little bush or whatever. That's who God is. He will take the biggest mess and he will make it into a beautiful piece of art. If we will stop looking at the enemy and stop listening to him, we need to throw this out. We need to start over. We need to connect with the truth, with people who can encourage us. And we need to see miracles come into our life. There are no back doors. I was reading um, in one of the books and it said, a back door is only an entrance way for intruders, for demons. And I was like, ooh, backdoor guests are not always best. I don't want a back door. I, I don't want to just close the back door. I want to get rid of a back door. If you live a life with no back door, you are going to live it totally different. You might put wallpaper, you might put a curtain over that back door, but I'm telling you the fruit of your actions, the fruit of your heart, the fruit of your declaration, the words of your mouth, the devil knows you got a back door hiding there because he, he doesn't know the future. He's not all powerful, but he listens to our words and he watches our actions. So I'm telling you, if you really believe that you are one flesh, you're probably not going to treat that part of your the other part of you, the way that you have been, if that truth is really in us. Hear the word of the Lord, ladies. Hear the word of the Lord. Stop managing your demons. Tell them to leave. In Jesus' name. You don't have to know how to do any of this. There are so many times I'm like, Jesus, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do. But you do. That's why we need the Holy Spirit because he's the spirit of truth. He's going to tell you for your marriage and your specific husband and your specific circumstance what he wants you to do. It's not a one, two, three, here's how to have a great marriage. There are principles, but it is you and Jesus. It's me and the Father. It's me and the Holy Spirit. And if I will submit to this and if I will... Oh, I love this. It's uh, one of the things he said is there's no way out of this mess, but up. And when Mary was talking about that last night, I feel like the Lord talks to me about that. Look up. Don't be afraid that God's going to be angry with you. 
He doesn't love our sin. He doesn't love us when we're rebellious. I mean, he loves us. He doesn't love the rebellion and all the junk, but he loves us. He wants the stuff out. So we need to look up and know that he is looking down at us. When we come walking in the room with a messy dress and we're, it's just, it's not good. He just says, come on, sit up on my lap. Let me love you. Let me speak truth into your heart. Let me speak some correction. Will you let me correct? Will you let me show you that it's not all his fault? There are some things I want to heal in you. Will you let me? He's gonna, you're going to walk out of the presence of the Lord with a beautiful new dress on, your face all cleaned up, your heart alive. And sometimes you don't even know what he just did. You just know being in the presence of the Lord, the demons flee. They fled. <laughs> They're gone. <laughs> So the next couple things I want to connect with is um, there's like two, there's two sides to the coin, and I really see that there's a fine line in the kingdom. Yeah, a lot of times, like my first, or my next point is it's all about me. Okay, what's your heart tell you when I say that? Oh, that's not all about me. And it's, it's like, you know what? It's not all about me, but it is all about me. There is a big part of this, and the part I want to come into agreement with is the part that lines up with the Word of God, my responsibility. We must die to our desires, our our way, our whatever. We've got to die. This is my father-in-law coming out of me. He's like, what do we need to do? Die, die, die. Men, die. Lay down your lives for your women. But I'm saying, women, die. When, and the Lord gave me this analogy. It's like when you get pulled under the water, you're frantically trying to get up for air. But I felt the Holy Spirit said, Marion, will you just die? Will you just relax? And will you let me teach you how to breathe underwater? Underwater is the supernatural. I want the supernatural to be more real than the natural. I want to see with my spirit eyes what's going on. I want to see how the enemy's messing with my heart, with my kids, with my marriage, with my church. I want the Holy Spirit to show me the truth. So that's when we know the truth, it'll set us free. We'll have the we'll have the equipment, we'll have the revelation to go after freedom. But are we listening? Are we taking it to the Lord? Or are we all tangled up in me? But it is about me. My whole life, if stuff rises up in me, it is not my husband's fault. Ever, never, ever, never. If somebody does something to me and something rises up in me, all it is doing is revealing what's inside of me. And when I, uh, and the enemy's like shaming me, accusing me, I've learned, oh my goodness, you are right. Jesus, I need you. Oh, Jesus. Like, I'm not letting him accuse me and make me feel slimy. I'm going to get slippery. <laughs> oh my goodness. Thanks for reminding me how much I need Jesus. Father, I ask that you take my heart. I am so angry. I'm so frustrated. I'm so crushed. I'm so whatever. But God, I'm coming to you. And, and listen to the Holy Spirit. Uh, he's the way out. Uh, um, don't take the bait. Communicate. Bait stinks. And sometimes we have a smell in our life for so long that we don't smell it anymore. And we need the Holy Spirit to point out what's going on so that he can get it out. Throw up. 
throw up. Start, stop throwing up all over your husband or your church people, your friends. Stop it, stop it, stop it. Throw up to the Lord. God, I need you. My heart is, oh, I need you. And pray in the spirit. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Hey, Oh, sorry. Hey, Siri, give me some scriptures on encouraging myself in the Lord. I mean, we can, it's at our fingertips all the time. The word of God, the word of God. Expose your sin, not your husband. Cover your man. How many in here have married to a perfect husband? We got some pretty good ones. But nobody's perfect. And you know what? Don't compare. Because you can say, oh, if I was only married to, okay, well, you know what? If we sat down and talked, you'd realize you probably got a pretty good guy. (laughs) It's like Facebook. You only see the pretty stuff. (laughs) I'm telling you, I don't care how you got in the covenant you're in. If you will give it to God, it's the perfect one. That man needs the Jesus in you. And you need him. And when we are both loving Jesus, it's kind of like when everybody at church is loving Jesus, the church is a pretty awesome thing. But when we get fleshy and selfishy, it gets bad fast. So don't wait for your husband to do it right. You do it right. You stand in the gap. You want a good marriage? Then prove it. You be the one. Oh, well, I died 100 times this week, and I think he only died once. Who cares? You want a good marriage? Die 101. Die, lay it down, and I'm telling you, you will get addicted to being, oh, something's off. How can I, how can I be the one to, I don't want to be a peacemaker and, you know, smooth it over. How can, I want to, how can I be the one to bring heaven down to earth? How can I be the one to make my house slippery, my marriage slippery? I love that. That's my new, I just want to be, I want fresh oil. Old oil is sticky, I want the fresh anointing every minute of every day. I don't need a savior just to go to heaven. I need a savior to make right choices, to keep my heart right, to have good relationships with girlfriends, to have good to know how to love my kids. I need a savior every minute of the day. I want to live slippery. There's a new t-shirt. <laughs> we probably need to have a scripture verse or Mike Or you know what? It'd be a great conversation piece. We would probably have revival come out with a t-shirt like that. We'll take it back from the devil. (laughs) Come on. Okay. (laughs) I still have a lot. Well, let's see. Look, I want you all. I know you won't do this. Not everybody will do this. And you got to hear this. So we're, I was going to say everybody needs to read 1 Corinthians 13. But I, I feel like the Holy Spirit's saying we need to be reminded Love is patient. Love is kind. It's not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It doesn't demand its own way. It doesn't manipulate to get its own way, ladies. Manipulation is witchcraft. We are not the neck that turns the head. That is witchcraft. Lord, we repent right now. I'm telling you, I repent. I don't ever want to do things. I don't want to use my wily ways. I don't want, I don't want nothing 
to be out of order. I don't want witchcraft in my heart, in my marriage, in my family. God, we just say, we expose it. Show us where we've, the, the angel of light has come in and told us it's okay. It's not okay. We repent and we renounce manipulation in the name of Jesus and we set our men free to hear from you, God, and to lead us in Jesus' name. And we will trust you, Lord, with all our heart. We won't try and figure it out. You're going to direct our path. We're believing for miracles in Jesus' name. Okay, it does, it's not irritable, ooh-ooh, not even on that time of the month. You got to fall out of agreement with that excuse to be a little edgy. It's wrong. It's a lie. And you need to repent and get free in the name of Jesus. You want your husband to get free? You want him to repent? Lead the way. Find those areas where we have cracked the door open and we have given the devil permission to come in to our lives. That's the Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth. He wants to lovingly shine the light. Like, Marion, you don't like this? Well, let's go back. We need to shut this door. We need to get rid of this. I'm telling you, girlfriends, freedom is yours. And it's not when our husband or our pastor or our whatever gets free. No, I can get free. I'm telling you, when the kingdom of God comes, invades your heart, you're going to be free indeed. Nothing potentially will change in the natural, but Everything has changed because the truth is in my heart, and now I have peace. I know God is going to work here. I don't know what you're going to do. I don't know how you're going to do it, and I know you're going to give me the grace if it takes 10 years. The truth will set you free that God is good all the time, and he can be nothing but good. And if that does not sit with you, then you need to sit with the Father and let him untangle the things that have tangled you up. It's the truth. But what is your truth? Have you let the lies from the enemy become your truth? Have you exalted them above the knowledge of Christ? Because in your natural, a natural eye, it looks so true. But that's why we need the Holy Spirit, the supernatural revelation. It will untangle you. It will cause you to worship. You will get free and you will get healed in the name of Jesus. Love never gives up. In the Message Bible, a few of the things, he says, love never gives up. It cares more for others than itself. Love doesn't want what it doesn't have. I want it my way. How come you're not providing? Ooh, our husbands need to know they're enough. They're enough. They're enough. You, in Jesus, they're enough. Speak life. You're kingmakers, ladies. Are you, are you speaking life into your king or are you emasculating him? Speak life. Believe God together. Don't ever be the one to dethrone your king. If you want him to lead you and provide for you and to walk in confidence and courage and be your knight in shining armor, then we have got to elevate them in the honor and respect that God has asked us to give them. That's a little before my notes, but... <laughs> Trust God always. Always look for the best. Never look back. And I want you to encourage you to eat the fruit of forgiveness. I don't know how many years ago, 15 years ago. It hasn't been that long, but oh, one minute? Oh, I thought I was till a quarter after. Oh, 
Okay. I'm not going to do the fruit of forgiveness. I got my times wrong. All righty. You know what? I am going to do this. Okay. Eat the fruit of forgiveness. I was driving over to pick up my husband for lunch one day. I feel like the stories mean more. And my heart was all fluttery. I was so excited. I felt like a high school girl, college, we met in college, a college girl picking up my boyfriend. It was so fun. I was like, oh my gosh, I haven't felt this way. Why do I feel this way? And then I remembered just a couple days ago, I was really irritated. I was really not happy. Like, they're your kids too. Um, excuse me, can you help out a bit here? Can you, you know, I just wasn't in the best place. But I made a choice in my heart to love to love, to love, to love. And I forgave, and I, I didn't put it on the to-do list to remind him later. I got rid of it. I'm driving over here, picking him up, and I feel the Holy Spirit say, Marion, you're eating the fruit of forgiveness. I felt like he just gave me a juicy peach that was dripping off my elbows. And I was like, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Like, I want that. I want this fluttery high school. You know, I just want that. Do you want that? Then ask the Lord where the juicy peach is. Where have you been carrying around a plastic piece of fruit? Taste and see that the Lord is good. Let him bring breakthrough in your life. And I'm telling you, I, um, I wish I had a few more minutes. But you know what? I'm going to do this. Okay, I got to show you this. my last 30 seconds. What, you got to know your man. It's all about him. Honor and respect. You got to know his love language. There were, I was probably, I don't know, 20 years ago. We'd been married 20 years. And the, I, Ron was saying, oh, your love language is this. Your love language is this. I'm like, no, no, no. It was like the third or fourth. And we realized, oh my gosh, we he thought that's what really made me tick. And we'd been married quite a while. And so we began to do like personality tests. Oh my goodness, when you get stressed out, you clam up. My husband's a leader. He's a make decision. When he gets stressed out, he just wants quiet. He, he closes down. I'm real phlegmatic, real laid back. But in my stress zone, I'm like, how can I help? What can I do? And I realized, like, did you have your keys? Do you have your wallet? And I think, and I'm being a blessing. And I was like, but I realized that is not blessing him. And I'm not going to say, well, I'm trying to be a blessing. Why do you think I'm going to maybe, maybe? No, if it's not a blessing, stop it. <laughs> know your man. Know what he needs. Not every... Okay, so this is my... This is my... Uh, my, my line here is... Um, don't starve your man and wonder why he's dying. So I read in a a book, if you want to uh, spice up, get a pretty apron. I love this. I got this at Valentine's Day. Get a pretty apron. I think Julia has one of these. I gave Julia one of these. And meet him at the door or cook dinner in just your apron. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> there will be a table out in the foyer selling aprons after the meeting. <laughs> it's for my, college, my kids' college tuition. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, but I need to... So, Holy Spirit, you are so full of fun and laughter. You, my mon mantra, motto that I write on the cards all the time is, honeymoons forever. I want to be crazy in love with my man. And in order for that to happen, it's got to be all about God. It's got to be all, like the end, it's, it's got to all be all about him. So if you need things tweaked in your marriage, you need to sit before Father and just let the Holy Spirit speak to you and just show you where things are off, show you where your thought process is wrong. You need God to heal you, cleanse you, encourage you, and give you fresh vision. People perish for lack of vision. So, Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Holy Spirit. You know every woman in here. You know the desires of their heart. My life verse is Psalms 37.4, delight yourself in God and he will give you the desires of your heart. He will make his desires your desires. That's why he will give you every desire as we delight in him. So Father, I speak blessing and breakthrough, and I tell every demonic thing, pack your bags. You are leaving. You will not reside in the marriages and homes of men and women of God. We, Lord, choose to release, renounce, repent. We choose, Father, to repent for our own way that are wrong, that do not line up with you. We choose to release those, Father, to forgive them. It's all about forgiveness. Forgive me and I forgive others. And I renounce, I fall out of agreement with every thinking, action, attitude that does not line up with your heart, Father. I renounce those things and I command them to leave my life. No longer will I grab your hand. No longer will I converse with you. No longer will I walk in agreement. I fall out out of agreement with hell in the name of Jesus. And I ask that the kingdom of God be established in my heart, in my life, in my home, in my marriage, in my church, in my city, and in my nation in the name of Jesus. Amen.